0: I am Bella Wood, and this is Removed. This is a podcast where I ask three people the same three questions, and each person picks the next, so I see where I go and what my answers are. Thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoy. Okay, it is recording. Callan, how are you?
1: Hey, Bella. I'm doing good. How are you doing?
0: I'm good, I'm good. I'm very happy to be talking to you because it's been a long time, so this is really nice.
1: I know, it's super long, so thanks for having me on. I appreciate it, it's good to see and hear you.
0: Of course. So just to give anyone listening a backstory that doesn't know us, um, we know each other from Stony Brook. We lived in the in um, Langmere, the famous Langmuir. Our first semester, um, As I would say acquaintances, would you say that's a fair thing to say?
1: Acquaintances or rivals?
0: Yeah, one or the other, one or the other. And then (laughs) we both got chosen to work as RAs in Langmuir that following year, and then we worked together until I graduated two and a half years later. So we've had a wild ride.
1: Oh, yeah, definitely.
0: And then, well, we upgraded from acquaintances um, slash rivals, I think. Or maybe we went from acquaintances and rivals to friends to rivals, but always a friendly rivalry.
1: Oh, no, no, no. So the rivalry for me dates back to when we first met. I don't know if you remember September. So, I mean, we just moved into Stony Brook. Yes. And then uh, my birthday was then, so I didn't have any friends in college. And I think people can, if you are in school or... If you're going into school, it can be awkward making friends. I honestly can't imagine what students are going through right now to make friends because seeing people in person was difficult enough to connect. Mm -hmm. So I got kudos to people that are starting school and and making friends now. But it was my birthday and I didn't really know anyone. And I guess someone was like, oh, it's it's Callan's birthday and he did something for me. And We played a bunch of board games and Bella beat my butt. <laughs>
0: um, I, I think it was me and Noah. We played Bananagrams and we both, we both beat you.
1: Yeah, yeah, you guys wrecked me. So
0: I'm so sorry, guys. Then I was
1: like, "Who are these people? <laughs> Who are these people? They ruined my birthday."
0: We were monsters, <laughs> monsters, and. I mean, I don't know if I'm known as a monster with games because really, I'm not like amazing at them, but Noah is like a notorious game monster. So that makes sense for him. And uh, I don't think he would apologize because he's ruthless, but I apologize on on both of our behalves.
2: Um,
0: So, so yeah, that's been our journey being friends. And so Callan, can you introduce yourself? Give us your name, where you're from and what you do.
1: Yeah, so my name is Mike Callen. I am from the Bronx originally, uh, but I mainly grew up in the lower Hudson Valley region, so near Bear Mountain. I uh, went to school at Steinbrook with Bella, and I studied chemical engineering, and now I work as a chemical engineer, specifically in the automotive industry. So basically, any fluid you put in your car is something I helped develop.
0: Very cool. That's awesome. All that stuff goes way over my head. So I'm happy people like you exist to do that.
1: As long as you remember to change your oil, <laughs> that helps keep me in business.
0: Um, I do. I'm actually very on top of changing my oil. So I do it for my car, but mostly to keep you uh, financially secure.
1: <laughs> perfect
0: um alan are you ready for a little tester question to get you in the mood to answer more questions
1: yes let's go
0: okay what is your favorite food and can i guess it i never do this mm-hmm. i see if i can guess
1: do you want to take a guess i already have yeah. it
0: cuz i've seen you i've seen you eat something repetitively and i'm going to go with carrots and hummus
1: uh as a snack yeah but when i think of food i think of like a, a meal or like a an a course so t- guess again as a, like a full meal not a a little snack
0: ooh this i'm more unsure of cuz i feel like i've eaten more snacks with you than meals but Um, I don't know. I don't know. I'm out.
1: Yeah. So my favorite food is definitely ramen. What? I have such a huge ramen obsession. (laughs) I probably eat ramen like once a week and I come from a big family. I have, five sisters. So every year for Christmas, we do like a secret Santa between us. Mm-hmm. So instead of having to get gifts for everyone, it's just one person. So it's easy and affordable. So my secret Santa this year actually got me a ramen cookbook uh, cause she knows how much I love ramen. So I haven't tried anything out yet, but I'm definitely very excited to, to try that out. Especially since that's one of the things I'm trying to work on these days is cook well. I've never cooked ramen before, so I think that's going to be really cool.
0: Cool. Wow. Callan, I, I honestly would have never guessed. I, although, we did go to my favorite ramen place ever together, uh, Restaurant Nudo in
1: uh, Montreal. <laughs> yeah, whenever I'm in the, the city, too, I always get ramen. But, mm. I mean, nowadays I'm never down there, so I miss it.
0: Are there any places near you that have it?
1: Um, not specifically catered to ramen. No, uh, there's a noodle house uh, a couple of towns over, but they only have one ramen dish on their their menu, and it's it's okay. It, it does the trick. I still order from them like once a week. So, but I would definitely love it if there was like a a really good restaurant locally. I'm sure there are in Westchester, um, but. Yeah.
0: Well, I actually just heard that one's opening. It's called Callan's Bistro coming straight out of your kitchen.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I wish. That'd be really cool.
0: I mean, once you learn how to do it, it it makes it, you know, much more affordable and enjoyable because you get to make it and eat it and all that good stuff. I'm always a proponent for cooking, but that's just me. That's just me.
1: Me too. I mean, that's one thing I'm getting better at too. Um, Especially since I've been at the, going back to the office since June. uh, I had to like be forced to actually bring meals and stuff because cafeteria was closed for a bit. Um, And Oh my God, just save so much money cooking and bringing in rather than spending 10 bucks plus on a meal each day.
0: Definitely. it Honestly, like it kind of kills me paying a lot for a meal like takeout, especially when it's not great. Like I'm one thousand percent okay paying for food that I know is gonna be excellent. But like I mean every once in a while I crave fast food, but like spending all that money when I can make something better at home, it just oh it really kills me. So I'm glad that you're seeing this too. Oh
1: definitely And then, I mean, just with quarantine and stuff going on, I discovered DoorDash. Uh, I mean, I obviously knew what all those apps and stuff were, but I never really used it until now. And especially when I'm being lazy and I don't need to and I order something and I just see the price bump up to like 30 bucks for like one thing. I'm like, oh my God, what am I doing?
0: (laughs) And then do you do it anyway?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So... I I've, I've been getting a lot better at with that though, so. That's good. That's good.
0: All right, are you ready for the the big heavy hitting questions?
1: Oof, I hope I hope so though. The warm up was tough. So, let's see. <laughs> okay.
0: I don't want you to stress out too much, but here we go. Um this this first question is brought to us by a mr christopher williams i think you know him
1: i know that guy
0: yeah great guy great guy um okay and the question is what's the best piece of advice you've ever received
1: i'm going to pull on two pieces of advice uh the first one was would both date back to when i was in college um so in college, you i mean—you have your semesters, and you have, I, the way this piece of advice came around was the end of the fall semester was coming to an end, and I was like, oh, man, like, I was talking with my boss, and I was like, these are things that I like, can't wait to like do next semester. Like, I feel like these are things I really struggled on, and uh, these are things that I didn't do really well, and really looking forward to next semester, you know, fresh start and stuff. And she was like, "Okay, why are you waiting uh, to for the next semester? You can you can implement that stuff now." Um, so I, I try and keep that mindset in the things I do nowadays. And why, if I want to do something, why why am I going to wait to for a certain like time milestone to do it? I mean, I now is the time to start. Making small steps to get things done. If I have a certain goal I want to accomplish, especially if it's trying to develop a new habit, um, and even with New Year's just recently passing. I mean, yes, you get a New Year's and a new fresh start and stuff, but you don't. That's man-made going into a new year. Um,
2: mm-hmm.
1: That some person just decided these are times, and now we're changing the number on a calendar. I mean, each day is, and it sounds really cliche, cliche and corny, but I mean, each day we have an opportunity to, to take advantage of it and, and start doing the things that we want to. And then I think another uh, piece of advice that really stood out to me in college was actually something you told me, Bella, and it was within every joke is some truth. And I think that is really, really big for my personal development because... I have a very sarcastic sense of humor and I'm not very good at communicating things and I use that humor to hide how I'm really feeling. And that is definitely not a healthy way to communicate. So I definitely need to be more uh, intentful with how I'm feeling and not try and use humor to, to hide things. So those are two things that really stood out or really good pieces of advice that I got. So thank you, Bella, for being one of those people that inspired me.
0: Of course, I'm honored and did not give this question to Fish for a specific answer flattering me, but I'm very flattered. (laughs) Um,
1: (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: um, Also, that was not to take away from your humor, Callan. Your humor is the first thing that really caught my eye with you. Well, not really, because I knew you, but when we got hired, um, I'm sure I've told this to you before, but also sorry if there's like a ball jingling in the background, that's Mr. Means. Um, But when we got hired, we had to like sit up at hall council, or maybe we were on hall council, I don't remember. And uh, we sat next to each other, and then Bridget came walking in with her crutches, and then you you whispered to me, you were like, I can't wait to give her a noise complaint. (laughs) <laughs> as a joke obviously and I don't think there was oh my God. Um, it was just so funny and I was like okay I think we'll get along
1: <laughs> <laughs> no I mean yeah my humor is definitely a part of my salient identity and I don't hide it but it, I definitely use that advice for myself now that if I'm having an issue with someone or if I'm hurt by someone, I definitely don't try and conceal that with my humor. I'm a little bit more direct. But just in passing in life, yeah. I mean, definitely still sarcastic as hell, so.
0: Good to hear, good to hear. I'm happy it's still there. Okay, great answers. I'm biased, but I think that was a great answer. Um, all right, next question. If you And this one um, is actually funny for you because I call you Callan. I think most of our friend group calls you Callan. Um, but your name is Mike, uh, or Michael. Well, your birth name is Michael. You know what? I I don't mean to expose you. Um, but, uh, so here's the question. If you had to pick a new name for yourself, what name would you pick?
1: uh could it be like it has to be like a completely different name than what i'm like currently given or
0: not really no uh
1: let's see i think i would want like a a, like super unique name so my first name is michael and everyone in the world has that name i know so many guys that have Michael, that's her name, especially people born around our time, because it was one of the most popular names of that year. And just for a little bit more context, growing up, particularly in my high school, I was in a a chemistry class, and there were five Michaels in a class of 30 people. Five! And they, uh, yeah, it was crazy. And I think three of us or four of us had a C last name. And this teacher, even though we're in high school, still made us sit in alphabetical order. So it was literally like three Michael C's in a row. And then the, like the other Michael was like at the far end. So definitely would want to change my name to not be Michael. uh, If I had to, hmm. I don't know what my name would be, but it would be something like super hipster, not super hipster, but something like super unique that not many people would have.
0: What if the name was literally unique? Maybe
1: starting with an A. (laughs) I mean, that would definitely be unique and unmistakable. I don't don't know anyone with that name. So, you know what, that could be it.
0: I don't think I know anyone named Unique, but from the show The Backyardigans, um, that little uh, bug, her name was Uniqua. So. Um, nice. Yes. Yes. Um, okay. Well, I like that answer. And I, I know a few Michaels, but I never had an experience of having that many Michaels in a class. That's just wild.
1: Yeah, it was a lot, and especially with there being so many different Michaels, everyone basically growing up, especially in elementary school, gets, like, their first dibs on what type of Michael they want to be called, if you want to be, like, a Michael, a Mike, or a Mikey, Uh, and within that is, like, certain hierarchy, and I don't know, I was a really shy kid and really quiet, so I wasn't any of those (laughs) so that's why (laughs) so yeah that's why I like people call me by my last name
0: oh okay yeah I mean I don't know any other Callens except for you and that's really what I know you as like it's not really I mean I know your first name but I don't think I've ever called you that before okay
1: yeah It's it's funny when we all hang out and so it's it's funny when we hang out and we like introduce each other to like another friend that's not within our immediate friend group because people that know me outside of life know me as Mike or if I'm hanging out with you guys I always find myself introducing myself as a Mike to like your friends so then that just adds confusion to your friends
0: yeah it's true but I mean I usually will refer to you as Callum so I think you know, people understand, at least if I'm introducing you to one of my friends. Um, Yeah. Okay. This is a nice, wholesome question. What's your best childhood memory?
1: I think one of my best childhood memories would be, so I grew up in the Bronx for the first 10 years of my life, and living in the Bronx, I just so used to having sidewalks and being able to walk and go to places. And then we moved to the the Hudson Valley region and there are no sidewalks to go anywhere. If you want to go anywhere, you got to drive. So that was definitely an adjustment for me. And around this time I got a Christmas gift for a blue bike. And at that time I would uh, always just go on bike rides around the neighborhood. And I remember one time I, I was like telling me about how, like how proud he was that I was like trying new things and exploring the neighborhood and biking around and checking out the woods. So I think that is one of my favorite and most memorable childhoods. Cause one, I, those are things that I've ended up falling in love with that I don't think I necessarily would have if I didn't move upstate. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just a, a really good moment between me and my dad.
0: That's so nice. I love that answer. very nice. Um, so. yeah, that's crazy because, well, for people who don't know you, you've biked a lot in your days um, across the country to Vermont this year, right?
1: uh so I biked across New York to the Canadian border, uh, I did a solo. Bike packing trip where I had my gear on my bike and I camped out and stuff and I was about three hundred twenty miles so pretty much across all of New York state and I cut into Vermont oh. um, so yeah I mean I definitely love biking and I definitely love adventuring and checking things out on the road so it's cool to see that's the thing I picked up as a kid that I fell in love with and I'm still doing it and there's still so much I want to see and explore so hopefully the current climate of things will get better and things like that will be more possible again soon.
0: Definitely, yeah, yeah, I hope so. And that's, you know, that's really cool that you're able to do that. Um, so, Callan, you had fantastic answers. It was really awesome hearing them. And who would you like to answer these questions?
1: So the person I want to answer these questions is someone that we both know. Okay he no longer lives in the United States. So I would be, I think it'd be really cool. I, I, I hope he picks someone that we both don't know. Cause I think of just some different. Um, so his name is Shang. Hmm. So hopefully, hopefully Shang can, uh, can come on to this podcast. I would be really interested to see what he says, but also to see who he picks. Yes. Um, so fingers crossed, fingers
0: crossed. I would be very excited to have Shang on. It will be very nice. Thank you so much for doing this. It, it was a pleasure. And I'm sorry the internet was a little bit shoddy, but we did our best.
1: Yeah, no, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. It's really cool seeing all the things that you've been developing since college. And I, I love podcasts. So <laughs> I know you love podcasts. So, it's really cool to see that you have your own. And it's just, yeah, I, I'm very happy and I'm, I'm very appreciative of you, including me in that. So thank you.
0: Of course, of course. And I'm, I'm sure we'll have you back in the future. Shang, welcome back. Thank you for coming again. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Shang, Callan wanted you to be on this episode he tagged you so can you tell me how you know Callan
3: well um <laughs> I know Callan from the RA job at Stony Brook obviously mm-hmm. um the first time I met him was when I was just hanging out at the age quad office and um he came in and he was this new RA that I didn't know that I've never met so I was like hey uh, you know I'm Sheng and you are and then we introduced you know each other and um, and then fast forward I think a day or two later he comes into the Benny um, office and and I forgot his name
2: <laughs> uh-huh.
3: <laughs> yeah and and I was like asking the person next to me I was like what's his name again like I like I thought it was Mike but I think he told me something else. <laughs> and then everyone's like, "Yeah, it's Mike." And I'm like, "Hey Mike." And he was like, "I can't believe you forgotten my name." <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Uh, so yeah. That's, that's uh that's how I met Callen. <laughs>
0: nice. Nice. Best friends ever since.
3: Yes, yes, yes. Been close ever since.
0: Well, you know, it, you want to start out being a little like, uh, I don't really care. Just, you don't want to show your true colors.
3: <laughs> yes.
0: Um, it's all about the chase. Yes. Yeah. The thrill. Yeah. How do I become Shang's best friend? <laughs> You've already <laughs> forgotten my name. So. <laughs> We're off to a rough start.
3: <laughs> yep, I was so embarrassed <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's okay I feel like that happens to me too I'm really good with faces, but sometimes names are kind of hard And then I'm like, ooh, I don't want to admit that I don't know your name
3: <laughs> Yeah Oh, and I love that you're wearing the Live Love Langmuir, um, the the hoodie
0: Oh, yeah, gotta represent
3: Yes, gotta
0: I'm represent. wearing my
3: 8 Quad sweatshirt as well
0: Oh my gosh, we're just so connected <laughs> People... <laughs> from other quads if they're listening who knows they're like uh H quad remains the most annoying quad <laughs> yeah.
3: okay like i don't blame them though it's true
0: <laughs> i know well you did come from tabler so
3: yeah and now people who now didn't... i'm like fully green
0: right you're you're red green you're christmas all right but we don't hold that against you no 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 no, no. um anyone listening now who didn't go to Stony Brook is like, what are they talking about? <laughs> yeah. um, whatever. But okay. So budding friendship began with a forgotten name. That's okay. We forgive you. Mm-hmm. And um, so since you've been on before Shang and you've already introduced yourself, can you tell us a fun fact so we can get to know you a little more?
3: A fun fact. Mm-hmm. Um.
0: It doesn't even have to be fun
3: it doesn't even have to be fun really
0: yeah it could just be like a fact
3: a fact about myself mm-hmm. um okay give me give me like a second
0: yeah no problem
3: um Let's see. One fun fact about me is I recently recently as in the last year, got hooked on just dance for the switch.
0: Oh, okay. Yes.
3: yes. So now like, you know, (laughs) it's so embarrassing, but I I love it so much. Like it's not even real dancing. But that's okay. (laughs) Because I'm having fun.
0: Yes, exactly. And is there a particular year that you like to play?
3: I have 2020 with a premium subscription, so, like, every other year as well.
0: Whoa, you got the premium. I
3: got the premium subscription. I forced one of my flatmates to dance with me, and she loves it as well, so.
0: Oh, good. Good, good. Yeah. Do you guys compete with each other?
3: Yes. I am highly competitive when it comes to that game.
0: It is a workout Noah got it for Olivia for Christmas and we were playing and it you get like very sweaty playing
3: this you game. get very sweaty I'm always like all right I can go for three hours and after like an hour I'm just like I, I'm about to drop dead
0: <laughs> yeah you want to play more but your body your body's saying no
3: yep yeah, exactly
0: um, so
3: we so so we sit down uh-huh we sip a bit of wine And then we get started
0: again. (laughs) Ooh, nice. I like that plan. Is it red wine or white wine?
3: It depends. Like on the mood. I I mostly like red wine for food and white wine for just casual drinking.
0: Yeah. I was going to say, because red wine, I feel like if I drank red wine and played Just Dance, I would get really bad heartburn.
3: Oh, gosh. I haven't thought about that.
0: (laughs) Um. So Noah, his favorite song to dance to is Kill This Love by Blackpink.
3: Oh, Blackpink. Yeah, <laughs> yeah let's kill this love. Doo, yep. doo, 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 doo.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he actually memorized like part of the, the Just Dance dance.
3: Oh my gosh. I wish there was like um an online multiplayer. I would so I love to play with you guys.
0: That would be so fun. And, like, you could see the people in the corner. That would be really cool.
3: <laughs> yes.
0: I think we just gave Nintendo, a like, a million-dollar idea right there.
3: Yeah, honestly, though.
0: They owe us. Well, that was a fun fact. I said it didn't have to be fun, but that was pretty fun. <laughs> you uh, exceeded my expectations, Chang. Oh, Bella. <laughs> okay. And then... Well, the fun fact, I guess, was kind of a question, but my tester question to get you in the mood, and since you are a returner, we know your favorite food, but now we want to know, what's your favorite movie?
3: My favorite movie, I'm going to have to say Alien from 1986. Okay. Do you know that movie?
0: I know it and I've watched probably the first half of it and then I think I fell asleep classic but Mm -hmm. um, I've never seen it all the way through. What about it makes it your favorite.
3: It's just such a classic sci fi horror and I think the aesthetic of it and the design of the alien creature. Mm -hmm. um, Thank you HR Geiger. um, Yeah, it's just so breathtaking every time I see it just. Like the whole futuristic aspect, but still, you know, this is like a retro film. Mm
1: -hmm.
3: And then the slow burn of like the horror aspect as well. And then the ending sequence is such a thrill every single time. I love it so much. I own the the whole Alien collection on Blu-ray. And then I also own it digitally. And then I, and then last year, no, two years ago, I think it was the, it was the 30th? Anniversary or 25th? I forgot. But um, I bought an anniversary edition of the first movie as well, Alien.
0: <laughs> so you're a true, a true, true, true fan.
3: Yes. I love Alien so much. So. Wow.
0: Shang, if you ever move back to the States or if I ever visit you, I want to watch. I want to watch.
3: Yes, please. I would... I would be down any day to just sit down and watch Alien again and again and again.
0: I mean, I know I don't have to fly all the way to Germany to watch it, but I think that would make it even more special. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so we'll do it. I'm making a plan. Yes. Alien. Um, you're my first alien.
3: Ah. <laughs>
0: alien favorite. <laughs> 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 that was a loaded statement, sorry. <laughs> um okay so we're doing we're doing great now are you ready for the big three questions
3: yes let's do it.
0: this first question is brought to us by christopher williams and he Ah. asked what's the best piece of advice you have ever received
3: what's the best piece of advice that i've ever received um Oof! I feel like this is one of those questions that, like, like obviously these pieces of advice go through your brain every single day, but then when you need them, you can't actually conjure them. I don't <laughs> need them. Yeah, yeah. Wow, this is hard.
0: I know. It's a toughie. Chris Williams is like, let me hit you with the hard ones. Yeah. We could even just lower the stakes and say, what's a really good piece of advice? doesn't have to be the best piece.
3: A really good piece of advice. Honestly this sounds trite but go big or go home
0: (laughs) okay yeah
3: it's really true like if you're not gonna do something if you're gonna do something then you have to do it right i think yeah it's not it's not worth like half hearting anything
2: Mm
3: -hmm. um so i'd say that this is one piece of advice that i live my life by pretty much every day Mm -hmm. but the thing is this can. It's kind of like a double-edged blade, I think, because this can also be really discouraging when you think that you can't do something to the best of your ability. Yeah. And then you're discouraged from even trying it because you don't want to do it in a mediocre fashion.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: So I'd say that's one of the best and one of the worst pieces of, of, pieces of advice that I've ever been given.
0: Yeah, interesting. Yeah, definitely would go to someone more who is a perfectionist and then because you either do it really well your first time or then you have to work forever to make it perfect or you just don't do it at all because you don't think. Exactly. I can see and that I'm makes that
3: can make life really hard, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I need to be easier on myself.
0: Yeah. Yes, you do Shang. <laughs> be, be nice to yourself. Oh. Um, okay, next question. If you had to pick a new name for yourself, what name would you pick?
3: Ooh. That is very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, especially since I have a Chinese name. Mm-hmm. I would say... Actually, here, let me start with a funny story. Okay. Um, when I was in elementary school, you know, being an immigrant from China, I've always wanted, like, an English name to fit in with the rest of my peers.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: And, like, I remember I really wanted the name Alan for a while.
0: Alan? Okay. Yeah.
3: And then I had everyone call me Alan for, like, a little while. And then I was like, actually, I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and that whole thing lasted like a week, um, but yeah, I don't know. I feel like if I had to choose a new name, I would repeat the same cycle because my mm-hmm. my given name just has so much meaning and power
2: mm-hmm.
3: that a new name just would not cut it.
0: Cool. So you are you are Shang, and that is it.
3: Yes, and that's it.
0: I love it I love it Shang and and sometimes Alan
3: <laughs> and sometimes Alan <laughs> I, I remember I remember I told my mom I was like mom I want to be called Alan <laughs> and she was like yeah okay and, <laughs> and she's like okay yeah go ahead and then and then so I went to school and I had all my classmates call me Alan and I was like oof actually never mind
0: Oh, my gosh. I love that you had the confidence to tell your mom and tell your classmates. And I also love that you had the confidence to say, yeah, I'm not doing this anymore.
3: Yeah. <laughs> and that's that.
0: <laughs> and this is not. Yeah, I'm saying again. Yep. Um, I just also love that Alan was the name. Like, no offense to any Alans out there, but that's mm-hmm. a very, like, plain, like, white bread name.
3: It is really <laughs> such a plain white bread name, right? But, like... <laughs> Like I said, I just really wanted to fit in with the rest of my classmates that had these like very like American names.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. And
3: like, yeah, I I guess it was just really wanting to fit in into my new home.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I can see that. But I'm happy that you that you found peace with your name.
3: Same. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um. Okay, Shang. Last question. Mm-hmm. What is your best childhood memory?
3: My best childhood memory. Um. All I can think of are kind of like embarrassing ones, honestly.
0: Oh. Okay no no need to share if you don't want to again
3: you could no 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 okay it's um okay so one of my favorites is uh when i was still visiting china on like a regular basis so every every summer or every other summer uh i was maybe six or seven then and you know back then we had like a house Back in China. And on the first floor was where we ate our dinner. And, you know, it was like the front porch and everything. And so there was this one night where I just felt really lazy and I decided to lie on the floor. And with POC parents, you literally do not sit on the floor. You do not lie on the floor. You don't do anything with the floor except step on it. Mm -hmm. And so I was lying on the floor and my mom's like, get up and i'm like no why <laughs> and and she's like because it's dirty and i was like uh, no it's clean and it was very obviously dirty <laughs> and and she's like get up and i'm like make me so <laughs> so she dragged me up and she threw me into this tool shed that's like that's usually locked up Aww. And so she threw me in there for a few hours. And then I was like, I was bawling my eyes out in the tool shed because she locked the door and I couldn't get out and it was dark inside. It was like super scary. Um, and then a few hours later, she came She came to the door, she opened it and she was like, and, and you know, like I run up to her, like super excited to be let out and I was wiping away all my tears. And she's like, are you sorry? And I'm like, no. <laughs> and she shut the door again. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> wait, wait,
0: wait, I'm missing how this is your best childhood memory. It,
3: it It's just, it's just, it was horrifying back then. But now, looking back on it, I, it's funny as shit. I, yeah. I love it.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's really funny. I can't, like... <laughs> Going back to your confidence with Alan and Shang, I you were really like, no, that I'm okay with laying on the floor <laughs> enough to be locked in a shed for it. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So how much longer did you spend in there?
3: I that I don't remember. Okay. I think I blacked that out from my memory, but. The last thing I remember was no, and then <laughs> just shutting the door in my face again, and then I went back to crying.
0: Oh, little Shang.
3: Yeah, but do I regret it? Absolutely not.
0: Yes, yeah, so you stuck to your guns. Yes. <laughs> well, Shang, I love that. Definitely never a story I could have predicted. And that's why <laughs> that's why we love you on here. Unpredictable. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Shang. Who do you want to answer these questions?
3: I want, I want to hear from Lynn.
0: Okay, great. We'll get Lynn on the Lynn on the pod.
3: Miss Lagel, Lynn Jean Louis. <laughs>
0: <laughs> exactly. I don't know if I have enough oomph to introduce her like that, so we'll keep you with the
3: introduction. Uh, <laughs> uh, what a woman!
0: What a woman! And Shang. What a woman! What a Shang! not alan not alan don't call shang alan that is not his name (laughs) call (laughs) me by my name (laughs) (laughs) that's what that book's about right the guy wants to be called alan and then he's like never mind call me by my name (laughs) (laughs) yep you were so ahead of your time
3: so progressive look at me
0: i know shang as always it was an absolute pleasure Are you going to say anything? Was it a pleasure for you? <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, I was just testing out the RA silence again. The RA? You, know, R- e- e- you know, they always teach you when you're doing interviews with someone, you give them like a second or two of silence and see what they have to say. <laughs> no idea.
0: <laughs> well, yeah,
3: Bella, like- it's always a pleasure to talk with you.
0: Oh, thanks. So go. nice to see you. <laughs> of course. Lynn how are you? I'm doing well. How are you Bella? I'm good. I'm happy to see you. I'm happy to see you as well. (laughs) Um, So Lynn the person that tagged you into this episode is Shang. So can you tell me how you know Shang?
2: Yeah for sure. Um, Shang and I used to go to school together. He's two years older than me so he graduated college when I was a sophomore but we've maintained contact since he's left Um, We have a really good, very much so blooming friendship. So, (laughs) Mm
0: -hmm. Blooming. Good word. Good word. Mm -hmm. Awesome. And then the first person of this episode is Callan. Do you happen to know Callan?
2: I do know Mm Callan.
0: Okay. So our circle is small this time, which is great. Love a good small circle. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Okay. So Lynn, can you introduce yourself and tell us your name, where you're from and what you do?
2: Absolutely. Um, my name is Lynn Jean-Louis. I am originally from New York. Um, I'm 22, but I moved to Philly after college in the middle of a pandemic in the middle of a race war <laughs> um, to start my new job as a business development analyst for a robotics company. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what I'm doing now. But uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> Very cool. Yeah. Um, what a time to move. But What a time to move. What a time to move.
0: Oh boy. Um all right. So to get you in the mood to answer questions, I will ask you this one question that I ask all my first timers. And that is Lynn,
2: what is your favorite food? <laughs> Easy lasagna. <laughs> <For> <laughs> anybody who knows me knows that'll never change.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh. I, first of all, you're my first lasagna um, but also the competence of that lasagna was amazing. <laughs>
2: easy, easy. <laughs> yeah.
0: Anything in particular about lasagna that you just can't get enough of?
2: Yeah, I think it's, well, first of all, it's the flexibility, right? Like you can have very much so a veggie lasagna without meat. And if you want meat, you can have it with. Tastes mm-hmm. just as good both ways. Um, and it's just, the layerage is really important to me and the sauce layer. Then if you do it right, you've got the cheese in there. That's perfect. And it's just, it's just a, a full package, honestly, a full package. I've loved lasagna since I was 10. That will never change. I, I truly don't think so.
0: <laughs> All right. Yeah. I don't want that to change for you. Um, <laughs> do you make your own lasagna? I have. Yes, I have.
1: Hmm.
2: Okay. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Would you say that your lasagna reigns supreme? uh you know I don't I'm not there yet and and I think that's uh as a humble person I think that's a good answer for me to say <laughs> I I think my lasagna is good but I've definitely had better I think a lot of it just comes in what elements are being added into the sauce which are not things that I always have ready on hand in my apartment okay. um, but the sauce plays a big factor so yeah hmm.
0: hmm. I have to recommend something to you without knowing the name which is so obnoxious but there is a show on YouTube and maybe it's called like three chefs or something anyway three people make the same thing and one of the episodes is lasagna and I think Mm -hmm. you'll really like it so I'm gonna send that to you and uh maybe you'll I don't know maybe you'll enjoy it
2: okay (laughs) let me know
0: okay now let's get into the big questions um this first question comes to us from a Mr. Christopher Williams from Instagram. And that question says, what's the best piece of advice
2: you have ever received? Wow. Okay. (laughs) That's so hard. Um, That's a great question. I would say, um, honestly, and yeah, I would say it's just really important to have grace with yourself at, at all points in time. Um, always be in tune with your own emotions, always recognize I'm doing my best and that's okay. Um, and just give yourself room to fail. And I think having that grace is really important, um, and, but also room to, to recognize like you may be, you know, excelling at something and giving your all and everything is going fine, but maybe you're burnt out, you know, and having that grace and being like, I've done everything I can, nothing is wrong, but I have to step away um but yeah i would say just just the air of recognizing that like you like in every experience that like that you have that you matter and your well-being matters and and giving yourself like the grace to feel what you're feeling whatever it may be about anything honestly mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: yeah definitely i think that's very important always good to forgive yourself not mm-hmm. even forgive yourself just let you be
2: a human yeah exactly
0: very nice Lynn that's a great piece of advice okay next question if you had
2: to pick a new name for yourself what name would you pick um I would actually use my middle name as my legal name because growing up that's what I did and then I didn't realize like when I actually started going to like school um, that's when I used my legal name, but my middle name is Layla and that's what my family calls me. And a lot of my friends from when I was little in kindergarten also remember calling me that name when I was little, but it wasn't until that I was much older that I shifted and, and started y- using my legal name. Um, in hindsight, I wish I never did that, <laughs> um, but it would have been great. And I, I think that like my, my legal name is very beautiful, um, but I do like Layla a lot. And I think that fits my personality more than my legal name does um but i may, that might be cheating because it technically is part of my name and i technically do go by it um but it's not what i go by every day uh, i think that that would have been a nice a nice change yeah yeah
0: i mean i didn't even know that was your middle name so <laughs> there's no cheating on the show the stakes are super low so. <laughs> okay <laughs> good to know but lynn your full name is so beautiful like yeah my, they, my parents they did that I'm not gonna lie <laughs> yeah they did a good job oh my god I mean yeah. they can't really pick your last name but right like, yeah the full thing and just wow some people have like really amazing names and and you you got one of those amazing names I did
2: I did <laughs> yeah
0: so whenever you become famous for whatever amazing thing you achieve at, there you go you got the name <laughs> <Thanks>. <laughs> okay Last question.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: What's your best childhood memory?
2: Ooh. Hmm. Let me think about this one for a bit.
0: Yeah, no problem. Take your time. Mm.
2: I would say broadly, it's not going to be one, but just the air of this happening. Like we would do summers at my grandfather's house in Brooklyn um, and my mom would just like drive us and drop us off for the summer and be like, I'll see you in a couple months. (laughs) And she would obviously like, you know, phone in and call and stuff, but it was a good separation for her, I think, which which was much needed, but it was nice for me uh, and my brother to spend some time like with our cousins and running up and running up and down that house like crazy and driving my grandfather insane. Um, but like, that is the air of, of youth that I remember. And I think I will always like cherish those pristine moments in my head. And as an adult now, like whenever we go back to the house and we all just sit around the table talking about like memories, it will always feel like yesterday. Um, but that is like a crisp, uh, pristine view of, of, of my youth that I think I, I hope never wavers.
0: Oh, and Lynn, when did you like, how many years did you do that for?
2: probably like four or five. It was pretty consistent. I would say it slowed down when I was um, entering high school and I was older. And then I had like either like preseason for sports or just like other engagements in the summer. So I couldn't invest like a whole summer being being somewhere else. But I would probably say like four or five years in a row.
0: Oh, that's really nice. That's Mm -hmm. awesome. Okay. Oh, we're at the end. Oh, okay. Lynn, (laughs) you did a great job. And uh I really hope to have you on again sometime soon.
2: Incredible. Thanks, Bella. Thanks for having
0: me. No problem. Thank you again for listening to another episode of Removed. It was great having Callan, Shang, and Lynn. We did another Stony Brook Circle on this one. Clearly, there are a lot of people in my life from Stony Brook, and I'm so grateful for that and having that experience. It was really cool listening to all their different answers, seeing how different they all are, even though we all went to the same school together. So that was amazing. If you are looking for more content from Removed, check out the Removed Instagram. That's at R3M-O-V-E-D-P-O-D, at RemovedPod, and I hope you listen again. Thank you.